people, it is Wednesday, which means it's another chin check. Now, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot what was going on. I was going to um, catch up on the Cage Warrior events that just happened, but on Friday, people, it's the return of the LFA. So instead, we are looking at the LFA, and on Monday, We'll go over that and Cage Warriors. So how about that one, people? Yes, yes, yes. All right, let's get into it. Well, people, LFA is back this coming Friday. And they're coming with another great event. You know what I mean? Got some really good fights on this card. LFA 110. There have been a few um, changes. Lost the, the original main event, which was going to be Joshua Silvera against Jesse Murray. Which would have been, yo, that's a great fight. Um, that goes, but, hey... The new main event, that's a great one. So everything is cool. Right? So we've got a five card, five fight main card, which starts off with a middleweight clash. We've got Renato Valente against Chibiwakum Oniujika. Um, I'm not sure if I pronounce that right at all. But, yes. So, Indio, uh, Renato Valente, he is 7-4. and four, And he's coming into this one off a loss in his last fight, which was at LFA 105. Um, and he lost a decision to Mark Martin. You know, so that was in April this year. But, you know, he's got a lot of experience. He's fought in Bellator. Right? Bellator 226. He got a win um, in that one. Third round submission of Abraham Vasu. You know, so, uh, you know, he's fought in a large organizations. You know, um, he's got TKOs and subs. But it would seem submissions and the rear naked choke is his favorite as he is wrapped up four um, out of his seven finishes. Which, yeah, that's not bad, right? It's not bad at all. He will be fighting. Um, yeah, he will be fighting... Ugh, Chibuakin Onimacha. Oh man, Whew. I apologize. <laughs> Pronunciations aren't always my strong point. Sometimes I nail it, people. Sometimes I don't know. You, you need a base to go off of. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need a base to go off of. And I don't have one this time. Unfortunately. 
So Onienkaka comes in with a very impressive 7-0 pro record uh, on an 8-fight winning streak. You know, not bad at all. Not bad at all. So, uh, you know, this... This is his second fight in the LFA, right here. He originally fought at LFA 15, LFA 15, right? He beat Stephen Scotch in the first round. Uh, so that was back in June 2017. Now, he um, had a little time out. Right, came back in July 2018 and beat Anthony Adams on the 2018 edition of the Contender Series. It was a split decision, so um, yeah, he, he didn't get a contract, right? Uh, but yeah, that means now. He's fighting in LFA, so yeah, it's been it's another three, it's a three years. You know, three years since his last fight. Now, obviously, you know, I'm sure COVID played into, um, you know, the return plans and all of that. He, boy, I mean, all his finishes, bar the contender series, are stoppages. You know what I mean? Hasn't gone past the second round, which... It is impressive, but you also have to think, does that play into the gas tank? You know what I mean? Will he have enough if it goes, you know, into a war? Because, I mean, it's definitely a step up in competition, you know? Definitely a step up in competition here. So, yeah, this is an interesting one. It's an interesting one. And I think... I think I'm going to go with um, Valente. I think I'm going to say Valente gets the win. Because when you look at it... Although... You know... I will definitely say that... Um, Onya Medjica has a great record... He hasn't fought in three years. So there's going to be an element of ring rust in there. And you have to think as well. The last time he fought, there was, hmm, I don't know. I guess the last time he fought being on the Contender Series, there wasn't a crowd. But it is slightly different. It is still slightly different because there are people there shouting and screaming and whatnot, you know. So fighting, I don't know, maybe the FLA will have a crowd. I'm not sure what the crowd situation will be at this event, but it's just a different situation. So, yeah, I'm going to say Valente is uh, able to get the win here. We then, people, move to the women's strawweight division. And we've got Megan Owen against Jacqueline Amorim. So, let's take a look at this one. 
You know, uh, Owen, she is 1-0 and on a two-fight win streak, right? So, um, yeah, she, I mean, she had four amateur fights. She went 2-2, two and two. won the first, lost the next two, then came back with a win, you know? Not bad at all. Um, and her debut win was at PFC 12, where she beat Ashley Letuno. Uh, got a unanimous decision. That was in December 2019. So, um, yeah, you, you, you kind of see it, it's understandable how she hasn't fought since. You know what I mean? Now... When you look at things, right, so in her amateur career, she got a couple of submissions, two arm bars, and she's got a decision, which, you know, not bad, not bad. She is going to be fighting Yaku, Jacqueline Amorim, who is 3-0, free fight win streak, um, black belt in jiu-jitsu. You know, so uh, there's definitely, that's a good one. Um, and, uh, yeah, she, hey, she's putting a black belt in jiu-jitsu to good use because uh, she is submitting everyone. You know, her uh, first pro fight, she got an arm bar. Second, she had an arm triangle. And then she grabbed a rear naked choke. Against Tasha Gandhi at LFA 101, the undefeated. You know, so yeah, she uh, she kept her undefeated record. Very impressive, and that was back in March this year. That was a very fun event, people. Um, so if you haven't seen that one, I recommend you go over to Fight Pass and give it a look. You know, so yeah. I mean, um, real good, real good on the floor, you know, um, I, I kind of think that, yeah, I mean, Amorian, she's just got that experience edge, she's got that experience edge, and, you know, she's fought this year, you know, so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that she's gonna be able to walk away with the win there. You know, um, hey, it's definitely a good test for Owen, though. Definitely a good test for Owen. So from there, we go to the flyweights, who, um, you know, is a bit of a flyweight night. We've got Luis Aguirre against Christian Natividad. So, um, hey, this is going to be a fun fight, people. So Pinga. Luis Aguirre, he is 2-2, two and two, coming off a win in his last fight, which was at EXF 15, he got a second round submission of Eric Olea, and that came in May this year, people, alright, so, uh, yeah, you know, he was able to end a bit of a, you know, a little, a couple of fight, bad patch. Um, he's two fights of 2020. 
you know, but um, yeah, he made his pro debut in June 2017 with a win over Alfonso Vargas. You know, he had one um one amateur fight which he won. Um, so yeah, and he is fighting, you know, the human. The Hawaiian punch. Let's say the human punch. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's not a nickname. The human punch. No, this is the Hawaiian punch. Christian Natividad. So what? You you have a little too much of him, and you you get a little bit fuzzy in the head. <laughs> he is three and zero in his pro career on an eight fight win streak. Yes, people. And if you remember, we last see saw him. We last see him. Gosh, we last saw him at LFA one hundred. Old Tamino Smith. That was in February this year. He beat Evan Woolsey. He um all his pro fights have actually been in the LFA. He beat Jose Huglin. Uh, via first round finish at LFA 92, Riff v Ascar, that was October last year, and July last year, he beat Michael Aquilia, another first round finish at LFA 85, Hughes v Demonopolis. So, uh, yeah, you know, he's definitely got that experience, won all his amateur fights. Um, all finishes bar one. So uh, yeah, he 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 definitely has got. He's got the goods, man. Right? I I think when you watch Natividad fight, he does seem very seasoned for someone so young in their career. You know. Uh, and I I just think he's got more weapons. I think he's got more weapons, and I believe he will be walking away with the victory. So, um, yeah, looking forward to see, uh, to see that fight, right? So we then, people, we jump to the co-main event of the evening. It's a middleweight clash between Cristinio Frolich against Marcus Perez. So Urso, uh, Cristiano Frolic, uh, he is ten and five. You know, coming off a loss in his last fight, right, which was at Risen Fifteen, uh, and that was in April twenty nineteen. He lost to Karl Urbisterstun. Um. He's fought in LFA before, you know, he fought at LFA uh, 39, Heinish v Checo, ooh, that was a good one, that was a good card, and that took place in May 2018, um, unfortunately though, it wasn't his night, he lost a decision to Haywood Charles, uh, yeah, you know, when you look, I, he's got a good number of fights, right? And, um, he, you know, he's won some by TKO. You know, he does have uh, 
does have a couple of submissions in his repertoire as well. Uh, they were back in 2016, you know. Uh, and he will be fighting Maluco Marcus Perez, who is 12 and 5. Right? 12 and 5. He is a former LFA champion. Um, he is coming in on a free fight looking a free fight losing streak. Um, because you know we we I mean if you remember he um yeah his last couple of fights were in the UFC. You know, he, uh, we last saw him in J- January this year. He lost to Dal- Dolce Lombugui. Uh, that was a decision. And uh, before that, October 2020, he lost to um, Dracus du Palessi. It was a first round stoppage. I think that was over on Fight Island, if I believe. Um, yeah. He didn't win any of his... I, well, actually, he did win a few. The last three fights, the UFC didn't go his way. You know? But, yeah, he. I mean, he made his UFC debut back in December 2017. So he was, you know, in the promotion for a little while. Right? In the promotion. And he fought a lot of very tough opposition. He did have a win over Anthony Hernandez. You know, so that's a that's a good name to have under your uh, under your wrap, right? Um, he last fought in the LFA, right at LFA twenty two, where he beat Ian Heinish. Yes, so uh, yeah, that was September twenty seventeen. Uh, very good win, you know. He also was a part of the uh, Brazilian Ultimate Fighter Season 3. You know, so he's been around. Definitely been around. He's, um, you know, good on the ground. Right? He's got a number of submission victories. He also does have some TKO finishes as well. You know, so, uh, yeah, got that. Pulled off an anaconda choke in his victory against Anthony Hernandez. And an anaconda isn't like the the easiest thing to, you know, just drab on someone. So, hey, that shows definitely a level of skill. You know, so, um, yeah. With this one, I think... I think Perez, I think he's just got... You know, just that experience, fighting at that high level, you know, I I think that's going to be the difference here. Also, yeah, we know, we know Perez is very good on the ground, you know, so yeah, I, I think Perez walks away with a win and people, that leads us in to the main event, right, which is a flyweight clash between Charles Johnson and Yuma Horiuchi. And, people, here's the big one. It is for the interim 
Yes, the interim LFA flyweight championship. Ho, ho, ho. It is all on the line, people. It is all on the line. So, uh, yeah, this one is going to be great. So, Hyaryuchi is 8-3. and three, Coming off a win in his last fight. Which was... Whew, it was a great one, right? He fought at LFA 104. Mackenzie v Phillips And he got a second round armbar On Donovan Freelo So that was in April this year Was a very good one Very good fight Um, And uh, you know I think he's been unlucky Right busy fought at LFA 81 Emmers v Barbosa And he got a split decision loss To Leonardo Gomez also got a split decision against Ludovic Shalani at LXF4. So, you know, two losses that could very well gone in his favour. You know, but uh, yeah, he's he look, he's good on the ground. He's got submissions. He also has a few TKOs, but. I think it's fair to say that the uh, the sub is his preferred choice if he's gonna finish something, you know. So uh, yes, he will be fighting Inegro Charles Johnson, right? Who is eight and two, also coming off a win in his last fight. Oh, it's in a G, in a Ugh, dear, oh dear. Um, yeah, his last fight was at LFA 100, Arturimo v. Smith, and he got a very good win over Carly Pangalinian, Anaconda Choke in the second round. That was in February this year. And, um, yeah, that was a very good performance, people. Um, yeah, um, if you missed that, definitely check it out. That was a was just a fun-ass card in general. Um, but, yeah, you know, he, he's mixed it up. He's had some boxing fights of late. Um, he did fight at LFA uh, 48, Stokes v. Lilly. Um, lost to Brandon Royval, but we know how good Brandon Royval is. He got a win at LFA 42, Krant v. Kanye. He beat Andrew Kimsey in the first round. You know, he also has fought at LFA 21, Nubit v. Branjo. He beat Jeremiah Cullum via a split decision. So, yeah, no... No newbie to the organization. And uh yeah, when you look at his record, he's got TKOs and he's got uh submissions. You know, so he likes to uh likes to mix it up, right? Um and his last win, as said, that was an anaconda choke. So uh, you know, I think they, they both fought very recently. You know, which is definitely uh, in their favour. 
right? Both <laughs> both last fights, they got submissions. You know, so uh, yeah, people, this is man, this is anyone's, right? They both can submit you. You know, both well on well on the ground. Oh my days, right? I think um the difference may come in the stats, right? So Johnson is three inches taller at five foot nine. And um I believe he's got a reach advantage as well. You know, so yeah. I know, they they basically had the same amount of fights, you know, it's, uh, yeah, this is a very close fight, this is, you know, really a, a great bit of matchmaking, you know what I mean, a great bit of matchmaking, and I think, think I'm gonna go with Johnson, think I'm gonna go with Johnson, people, but, yo, Definitely looking forward to this one. It's going to be for fun. So, people, there you go. LFA 110. That's a wrap. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to see who's going to be on the desk with, um, yeah, Ron Crunch. You know, Mike Kendall will be doing his thing inside the octagon. So, yeah, people, Friday... Make sure you don't miss it, you know? Okay, people. So, we are drawing to a close on another episode. But there is a wealth. Oh, my gosh. There is a wealth of fight announcements to go over, people. All right. So, um, Louis Smoker. Is out of his fight with uh, Sean O'Malley. Right? But it's all golden because Chris Montague will be making his UFC debut at UFC 264. What an event to make your debut at, right? Oh, shit. That is pretty pretty great for him, you know what I mean, it's definitely a, a good look, alright, so, Patricia um, Cacharera is out of a fight with Cigara Eubanks, but Ellis Reed will be making a UFC debut, uh, and taking that fight, which takes place on the 24th of uh, July. Um, in other news, gosh, there is uh, so many fights happening, people. So many goddamn fights. It is it's very hard to keep track. You know what I mean? God damn. You know, it's kind of crazy. Alright, let's uh <clears throat> Alright, Sean Brady will be fighting Kevin Lee. Um so that's great, that fight stayed together and it will be taking place on the 28th of 
August. So yeah, that's all good. Woo! Man, I, I, that is such an awesome fight. And gotta give it to Lee for, uh, you know, really stepping in there for that one. Because boy, there are a lot of people that did not want that fight. That is for sure. Um, we also will be seeing Alessio Decirio. He's fighting um, Alashkab Krajavaviv. Also on the 28th of August. Um, <clears throat> oh, actually, Mr. Couple. So Impa, um, sorry, Manuel Camp will be fighting Ode Osborne at UFC 265 on the 7th of August. And um, also, uh, Dustin Jacoby is now going to be fighting Darren Stewart on the 28th of August. Alright, so um, yes, that gets us back on track. Okay, so... Um, who have we got next? There's just so many good fucking fights here, people. It is top. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. That is it, people. They're all our fights. Um, yeah, we will be back on Friday with the news, and yeah. Kind of feel there's a lot to talk about, people. So, don't miss that one. Until then, people. Peace.